0: Hey everyone, it's Robert from the So So Scrutiny podcast, and I got my co-host over there, Corey Stocks, Goldilocks. Nice, because your hair is very golden Wait, right now.
1: I feel like you've done that one, but I, I thought do, so too. But I do like that one. You can, you can
0: kiss my ass too, though.
1: Go, golden locks.
0: <laughs> yeah, put your head down. Let me see that. The the, the 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 yeah, it's very golden today.
1: <laughs> it is. It, it's like the the song in uh, Alice in Wonderland, Golden Afternoon.
0: I don't remember, remember that, that one. song. Who, who I'm a that Disney one.
1: geek. The Flowers. Remember when she's in the uh, flowers and shit? Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. But, uh, <sighs> hey, Robert, I'm drinking this really fucking good coffee. Oh, yeah. Do you want to just start off with our unofficial sponsor of today? Yes. Let's get um, into it
0: because I'm thirsty, right? I want to have a sip of mine.
1: Our unofficial sponsor today is Bones Coffee Roasters. They are wonderful. Um, Kind of more independent, right? Because... They pop up on my Instagram every now and then. I'm like, I need to try this stuff.
0: And then you got it. I was just Mitch. doing a um, I you know, well, you um, get, convinced me to get the pour over. So I got a pour over system. I was like, well, I want to need some coffee. I'm on Amazon yeah. already, and I just typed in, uh, like ground coffee, gourmet, like sample pack. I wanted like a few different different kinds. And Bones was like one of the first ones, and like the obviously the the labeling and the name and the way it's the cartoons and everything definitely caught my eye. And yeah. then the, then the flavors, I saw the flavors. I was like, Oh no, I don't even want to look at the price. I don't even, I don't I honestly don't remember how much I paid for this. Yeah. I don't think it was that much though. That was, I think what's well, surprising. I'd probably look it up, but I got if it. It was A. like 30. The pack is like 35 bucks.
1: That's not bad for, for gourmet coffee like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um, I figured five different, and they're like pretty decent sized packs too.
1: Yeah, I got I got two kind of the typical twelve uh, ounce kind of bags. Um, I got the Salty Siren, um, which is a sea salted caramel mocha. That's what I'm drinking right now. It's incredible. My,
0: these mine are four
1: ounces. Yeah, these are. Oh my gosh, this Salty Siren's really good. Um, and then I also got one that that isn't in the pack. Um, it's called, it's like, uh, mint invaders from outer space or something like that. And it has a cool, like old school, like alien invasion font, you know, that whole deal. Like war of the world
0: style. They're nailing the, uh, cartoons and the, it's all skeletons and love it. The, yeah. So I got the pack and I got, um, maple bacon. Nice. How's that one? That one tastes like a pancake. It is so good. Oh, um, Sin, s i n n bun. So it tastes like a cinnabon. That's very sweet, kind of tasting. They're not like. It doesn't. It's not sweet like you're putting coffee creamer in it. It's just. It's just yeah. flavor. It's just, but it makes it sweet. Oh, I'm do that one for
1: last. It's that. infused and not overpowering,
0: and I like that. Yeah, Usually yeah. coffees that's a, that's can good... taste
1: like Ooh, chemical. This, one, this, this one does one not. Was open. Oh,
0: shit uh s'morey time it's s'mores it's got a big foot and a werewolf on there dancing with a skeleton <laughs> at a at a bonfire that's awesome um, highland highland grog this one is just like basically just like coffee it's just really good it's not flavor crazy weird infusion and then last i'm, I'm running out of this one because i like it a lot it's what i'm drinking right now strawberry cheesecake nice this one's so good (laughs) yeah
1: yeah my wife and i've been jamming on this stuff for the past week it's super good um especially because it's it's an independent company you need to support these people they're awesome
0: oh yeah they gave Um, me a did you get like a coupon code in yours at all i did not i wish i did
1: maybe Maybe i I probably did and accidentally threw it away (laughs) because i do that
0: stupid crap sometimes or maybe it's because i'm looking at it again it's not something special I got. It's just actually here's a here's a little promo for you guys. <clears throat> uh, get your next bag free. Text BC FREE to six three five six six. Nice. I don't know if we were if we were supposed to give that out, but we did.
1: Buy their coffee. They're delicious. Yeah. Um, and it's they're they're set in what Coral, Cape Coral, Florida. That's pretty awesome. Never been to Florida, but your coffee is good. So oh yeah you know i, got a, action, I got a little small roast. list
0: of the other ones they have um some of the ones we didn't mention there's electric unicorn is fruity cereal flavored uh cookies and dreams i'm guessing it's like oreos high voltage it's extra highly caffeinated french toast uh white russian which has like the, has like a like the dude from The Big Lebowski on it, but as a skeleton. That's awesome. And then all the other ones we've mentioned. So What yeah, is it, got...
1: Min Invaders from, what, what's it called? Is it on there? That one's
0: on on here. It yeah, might be a
1: newer The, newer two, blend. the two
0: you mentioned aren't on, are on this one, so they they must have just a bunch. So Yes, oh, so good. Get, waste more money on gourmet coffee. Bones coffee. Unless, I think I'll stick with unless them Bones wants to sponsor us. I know, come on, Bones. We don't need money. We just just get, <laughs> you know send us a couple four-ounce bags, you know. Everyone come out for our or, listeners. So or that if there's a rival, but there's a rival coffee company out there, Uh I, don't know, I was gonna say skins, <laughs> the opposite of bones, but I don't think I'd want to drink a coffee called skins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> skins coffee, bones is better. All right, so cheers. Oh, cheers, uh, Bones yeah. Coffee Co. Check it out. Um we'll, Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll put like a little
0: link in our in this week's description we'll we'll tag him we're we're following on instagram so uh let's set up the uh mini oh yeah i gotta do i gotta do this because today we're doing a mini that's all right Uh, i'm gonna break down do a quick breakdown of the entire lethal weapon series one two three and four Awesome. Um, watched them over the quarantine. Um, oh, I wanted to make sure where they were streaming at too.
1: I'll I have sp- not seen those in a long time, so Good. I'm yeah, excited to I'm hear about them.
0: Kind of spoiler, spoiler ish. Um, I mean, they've been out for a long time. I mean, um, if you haven't seen them, go go watch them. I mean, they're just oh, I mean, I'll get into it in a second. But um, yeah, just a little warning, a little bit of spoilers coming up. Um, Sorry, I'm getting distracted. Corey, what are yes. you doing?
1: I am well, currently up. drinking my coffee, enjoying that. No, no. And, so, oh, you mean like this week? I've been no, actually... What are you doing for the episode? I've, I, I am doing um, a review of a game called Golf Story. Oh. Um, speaking of golf, I know you were talking about golf earlier, but um, yes. it is a... It, the genre is so funny. It's a action sports RPG which you never hear, and this is one of huh. the first ones I've ever played, so. yeah, that
0: sounds interesting. I'm gonna look it up. When we do I would it. like uh, a
1: baseball story if they could do that, that would be wonderful. I
0: think uh, or it's like fo- it follows one player, There's yeah, one.
1: like a player, but it's like an adventure game set in the form of baseball. I'll have yeah. to explain how golf story is, but yeah,
0: but I know they have like like franchise and player, like the, sh- I think the show. Yeah. One of them, one of the MLB ones, they it's you go through as like a player, like you can. That's one of the options of like going through the minors and through the majors and dealing with your contract and it gets pretty crazy, but anyways. Yeah, For it sounds sure. interesting. I want to hear more about it. A
1: golf story is uh,
0: fun. But now I would like to know what you've been all up to, other than. Oh, cooking.
1: up to. Um, I have been working really hard on um, kind of selling things and clearing things out, doing some spring cleaning. Um, I have a lot of guitar equipment and stuff that's not very necessary when you're not playing a ton of live shows. So another
0: another unofficial sponsor, Let Go. Offer up. Or offer up? Is that what you use? I'm using
1: offer up. Yeah. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. I get them confused. Yeah, don't do LetGo. I don't like that one. That's the red one. Offer, offer up, up's awesome. Green one. Yeah. That one I have way more success on. So Yeah,
1: and in the everybody I've met on Offer Up is super nice. It's really easy to use. They don't pull the whole like, oh, you owe us this much money. I know like even though eBay can be really good sometimes, you also have to I, like pay. Yeah. I did
0: mail something to arizona through offer up and mm-hmm. it wasn't until i it was like too late and maybe i just didn't look at it right but they i s- sold this facebook watch thing it's like a oh no it's a portal portal thing it's like a video conferencing thing yeah um at least 200 200 bucks and they bought it for 200 and then when it was complete the uh shipping and offer up took a cut and i got Hundred and seventy five, so it was like twenty five dollars, and I didn't. So, so yeah, yeah. You
1: to, you well, especially when you send stuff. You next time careful. I'll know. Like I
0: didn't realize. Yeah. Next time I've had someone else mention for something else. I was like, well, the price just went up because for shipping. So sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, sold, they, I sold a few things. I had a guy. I was gonna say I had a guy pay me in change. Not the, <laughs> not all of it, but like five dollars worth, and. I sold him computer ink and it would look like he was kind of down his luck. And my first instinct was like, what the fuck man? Like seriously. But then like, yeah, no big deal. It's still money. It's it's parking change now. It's like, good on you, man. So what did you, what'd you sell? You sold those pop figures? Well, yeah, I
1: sold, I sold pop figures. I sold, um, a few pedals that I used to have. um, Oh, what else did I sell? A pedal power kind of little pack thing. I'm kind of selling off my pedal board because I'm getting, I just ordered a, um, like a floor board. It's a line six, it's called a pod go. So it's essentially a amp and effects within a a single stomp box. So you can like get all of their effects and their amps within it. And all you have to do is have that live and you can go direct and, but a lot of bands are doing it now. I know like thrice does it. Um, and they sound great. They've gotten so much better. Digital used to be, it used to sound really, you could hear it. Yeah. They're getting so close to analog now that it's pretty awesome.
0: It's pretty crazy.
1: It's easier, less to carry around. I don't know when we're going to play shows, um, but I can plug directly into our soundboard and my, write and record.
0: My first amp, which uh, was a, wasn't a even an amp, it was a Boss GT75, some number, GT5, whatever. It was, and it was a big pedal board, just gold thing. And I just hooked it right up into the church PA and just did that. Like I didn't even have an amp for a long time. That's awesome. And then I I upgraded to a fucking Mesa boogie dual rectifier. Like I definitely like went up to the majors with that. Yeah. Those things are loud. Super powerful. I used to be alone in my house when no one was there and just crank the shit out of it. Piss off my neighbors. (laughs) It's so so powerful. And then I had to sell it for recording time. That was a sad day. Anyways. (sighs) What are you up to? Um just hanging out with Nana still we're, we're right in the middle of this show called hell on wheels which I'm definitely gonna review once I'm done with it because it's a I'm already gonna tell you it's a great show I'm already halfway through there's Check a couple that things out. that have bothered me but overall it's it's really good I'll dive into that on another episode but uh, yeah speaking of golfing I'm going golfing tomorrow hopefully that's the plan nice and then, uh, it's a good
1: social distancing activity because you can be like super far away from each other.
0: Yeah, I went a week or so ago. I went on uh, Easter to David <laughs> Baker and uh, no carts. And there was a lot more people there than I thought there was going to be. So tomorrow I'm probably going to wear a mask just to be safe. Nice. We'll see. Um, but yeah, let's get into this episode. For sure. Um, You go ahead. I've been talking for a while. Speaking of golf. I'm um, curious about this thing. I'm going to look up some pictures. Tell me about it. Yeah. So I reviewed uh,
1: Golf Story. I reviewed a game called Golf Story. It's a role-playing sports adventure game, and it's golf. So um, it's right in the title. It does not lie about that. Um, It was made by the Australian company called Sidebar. Um, It's an indie game. Indie games are getting so good these days. But it's kind of like a sort of top-view game. Um, similar to Zelda.
0: I was just going to say it looks like Zelda.
1: But you carry around like a golf club um, and you can hit, you can tee off anywhere and like hit things. And it, it, it's really silly. But the game was originally set to be on the Wii U, which was Nintendo's last system. That was kind of a flop. Um, mm. But it ended up being in development longer than that. So it ended up being pushed onto the Nintendo Switch. So it's a Nintendo Switch exclusive. Um Essentially, there's a bunch of different worlds that you go to and they each have like a course and you, can, you play a nine hole course um, and you can you can run around and talk to people and learn more about the world. It has a really kind of heartwarming story. It's this guy who's kind of down on his luck and he wants to be a good golfer. So he goes and tries to find a coach, but the coach is like, you're not good enough. And he keeps telling him like, you're not good enough. I'm not going to do that. And he's like super mean to him and he gets better and better. And then you end up kind of playing in like the pro tournament. Um, But it has a ton of golf puns in it. I feel like if you like golf, this game is for you because it's hilarious. It it, tons of tons of golf puns. I can't even remember them. but. There's there's a uh, one of the the main rivals, for instance, his name is Max Yards. So it's like (laughs) he hits really hard. He's like the hardest hitting guy ever. And he's this legend in the game. But the the main the main goal of the game is to get to the pro tournament and win the pro tournament, which I'll get into later. But I had such a difficult time with the last part of the game that. I almost gave up. It was that difficult. Um, Because you also have to compensate for like wind patterns and slope on the green. So it gets really difficult, but it's a great game. I think golf fans will really like it. It's also really good RPG. So you like level up and you level up your swing and you can like get new equipment and it's really fun. Um, Soundtrack's great. Uh, For some reason, they have, like, more orchestral kind of sounding music in it at times, and it's really cool. Um, So the quality of sound is actually pretty damn good for this type of game. Um, The graphics are cool. As you can see, they're kind of 8-bit looking. Um, So you just run around, and the world looks all 8-bit. The characters are great. They say really funny things, and they look awesome.
0: Um, I am trying to find... I was just Googling some, trying to find some like quotes from the video game. I couldn't find any. Yeah.
1: It's it's hard to find. Um, I don't know. There was so much dialogue in it. There's a ton of dialogue and that's what I wanted to point out with like the story, the writing must've taken forever because it has all kinds of dialogue in it. Um, but I don't really remember a lot of it. So the quotability kind of lies within the names, you know, like Maxiards, yards. Coach. Coach doesn't even have a name. It's just Coach. Um, Well, you know,
0: on some sports teams, you just call Coach, you know?
1: It's really funny. But overall, the quality is you could tell they put their heart into this game. And they didn't, like, rush it out. You could tell they – because the Wii U was struggling, they probably took their time knowing, like, oh, crap, this system isn't doing too well. It'll be on their next system. And the Switch is, like, the biggest – hit ever. Almost. Um, it's original. It's an original game. I will replay it, but the part that I wanted to mention was the end. It was the difficulty ramped up so far. I felt like it was almost unfair. I'm like <laughs> the rest of the game. I like breezed through it. I was having fun. And then the the competition like was almost impossible. The wind would tell you it's going one way and it would kind of like fly all over the place I'd be like, what the heck? Like, I can't, I can't get it. And then finally I just got lucky because putting in this game isn't easy. The, the key is to uh, chip in, um, and get like a birdie or whatever. Yeah. Um, so all I've been doing, all I did that last part of the game was chip it into the, the hole instead of putting it. Cause putting was damn near impossible with the slope and the wind. Um, yeah, the end of that game pissed me off so much. It took me like seventeen tries to beat it, but I finally beat it. Um, I kicked the crap out of it. I was like negative. I think I was negative three at the end. In the, the <laughs> it's,
0: it's you say three under Corey. Three
1: under. Okay, I don't know negative three for somebody who doesn't know golf. <laughs> Good after um, playing
0: this game, it didn't teach you how to play golf, the rules and stuff. Well, it
1: taught you, but it didn't say negative or uh, under three. It just it said like par, under par, and that was kind of it. Did you say negative it par? Didn't say that. Positive par.
0: I'm gonna start From now that. on
1: whenever I go golfing with people. I'm gonna piss yeah. them off and be like, I'm negative, man. I'm, I'm, negative gonna, I'm gonna say it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm gonna chip one in for you, but um. Yeah. It's a great game. If you like golf, even like if you don't play video games, it's, it's fun. Um, I would highly recommend it on the scrutiny scale. I give it an 85%. It's, it, it ranges from like nine out of 10 to like 7.5 out of 10, like with the critics. So I was pretty on board with like the middle ground of that.
0: I did see Um, that it was on a list for like best games under 20 bucks.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, I, I would, there, there's how something. Long, how i long did it say. take you to beat it? It took me probably like a week, like just of casual playing. Yeah, I got you. Um, I do want to say that these days, go look at indie games because indie games are getting so good that they almost feel like triple A games, like. Your Bioshocks and your um, Call of Duty and all that stuff. But like yeah. indie games are so fun. Like Fortnite is basically an indie game that blew up, you know? Yeah. And it's free. So I don't know. Indie game industry is awesome. Support them just like small businesses. But yeah. Um, what was it? Sidebar? Yeah. Sidebar. Great game. Recommend it. If you like video games, if you like golf, it's probably even more fun, but for somebody who says negative three, it probably you
0: know, you might not have this in front of you, but do you have any other games that they've made that you might want to mention or you've played before?
1: Um, sidebar. No, I, I wonder if this is their first, um, first game or not. Let's see. Mm. Sports story. I guess they, what's this? Oh no. Yeah. I think that golf story might be one of their first, cause they have a game coming out called sports story. I wonder if it's golf as well, or if it's kind of a
0: other sports.
1: Yeah. Oh, it is. It's all other sports. That's going to be
0: so awesome. Same idea, but it puts all the other sports inside it.
1: Yeah. There's like tennis and Oh, rad. That's cool. Cricket. That's, that's going to be awesome.
0: I, you know, I've always wanted to learn how to like not play cricket, but learn the rules of cricket. Cause it's very, it's got a lot of parallels to baseball I've heard with the yeah. throwing and the hitting. And there's like a field, but yeah, I've seen, I've seen videos and it looks awesome, but I don't know what I'm like. They'll celebrate and go, I don't, you hit something off some wooden sticks. Why is that a big deal? Well, I think, I, I think if you're a golf fan and a
1: baseball fan, that'd probably be pretty fun. Right. Yeah like i'll look it up but anyway cool yeah they have two two one of them is golf story the next one i guess quarter it says quarter three 2020 i think it was so sometime in 2020
0: fall, fall maybe yeah well, maybe, you, maybe you can review that when it comes out i probably will because i'll probably, buy it there you go all right let me get into this lethal weapon because i got quite a bit to talk about and i don't want to spend too much time because this is of course a, a mini show and um <laughs> There's four movies here, so yeah. Um, right off the bat, I looked on uh, another unofficial sponsor of ours, JustWatch.com, where you can type in movies or TV shows and see where they're streaming on what services and stuff. And um, right now, all of, all four movies are streaming on Netflix, and they're also um, not the first one, but two, three, and four are streaming on Amazon Stars. So. There you go. Or you can go rent it. So, uh, first one, Lethal Weapon. First one, 1987, directed by Richard Donner, written by Shane Black. Um, those two names are basically just as synonymous with this movie as much as Mel Gibson and um, Murtaugh, Danny Glover. Um, Richard Donner's director, and then Shane Black wrote all, like, didn't write all of them. He I think he wrote the first two, I was looking up this earlier. He didn't write all of them, but all four movies are based on Characters that he made up, um, and this 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 world. Um, but let's just start with the first one. Uh, Mel Gibson's playing Murtaugh, or I'm sorry, uh, Martin Riggs. Glover, Danny Glover's playing Roger Murtaugh. They're two detectives in LA. Um, that was one part about this. Oh yeah, I also did a scrutiny scale, but I just did it for instead of doing one for each one, which would have been basically the same. Like I I look at all four of these movies. I, I like all four equally um as much it was actually kind of hard for me to think about which one i like <clears throat> the most do okay.
1: they uh, is it like kind of a con- i don't remember but is it continuous storyline or is it the first one is
0: when they first meet and then number four is basically you know when they're done it's they're retired cool and, well they don't it's not retirement but it's the last one um a...
1: but um i know when was, the, when was the latest one released like the last
0: one was, 1998. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So um, let me go over my scrutiny scale because it'll help me go through this a little bit. Um, the sound um, throughout these movies, some great, some great soundtrack. Um, synonymous saxophone sound. Um, it's definitely been made up, made fun of, in tons of like parodies of these kind of movies. Yeah. Um, and the Oh damn it! Did I lose it. Oh, there's there it is. Um, this guy named Michael Common Kamen Kamen K A M E N Common Common. Yeah, Common works like ramen, but yeah, with a K. yeah, pretty much. Um, he's the composer, and I was looking. Th- I've never heard of this guy before, but he's done a lot of movies that um that a lot of people have heard of. Let me see. Start from the bottom. Let's see. Um, We got Highlander in there, 1986. That was like his first. Oh, in the Dead Zone, he did Dead Zone too. Um, Dead Zone's what a Stephen King thing, or am I wrong? Yes, yes, (laughs) yes, it is. Okay, Christopher Walken, the Christopher Walken movie. Um, saw that way back in the day. Um, so. He did those in Highlander. He's got a really, pretty good track record coming. Then he does Lead the Weapon in 1987. It's one of his other big ones. Um, while I was watching this, like I said, I didn't know this guy before. Yeah. You know, the saxophone and all that stuff, but there's a lot of scenes. I was like, man, this reminds me a lot of Die Hard. It's kind of like the same kind of or- orchestral background and. Like a little tense. plucky kind of music. Yeah, when well, they're in yeah. the fight scenes. It's not like. You know, modern music behind them. It's like real orchestral music, like I said. And um, lo and behold, it's, he is the composer of Die Hard. Um, That's so awesome. He, he went from Lethal Weapon, did a few other ones. Oh, Adventures in Babysitting. That's a funny one. Um, did a couple other ones, then did Die Hard, a few more, and then did all four movies, like I said. Where's the fourth one at? Oh, there it Uh-oh. is. The fourth one took a long time.
1: It disappeared. Then, oh, did I? no i'm saying the movie disappeared
0: oh yeah <laughs> a, i don't know where it is i don't think he did all the diehard movies though i'm not seeing all those but i do see the first one and the third one so i don't think he did the second one anyways we're not here to talk about diehard e- even though that is another equally good action uh series yeah um yeah first one's got gary Busey in it he's freaking awesome um when he was like not old crazy he was young crazy um i was reading some facts about the movie and i read that portraying his bad guy character he was he he had in his mind being a shark and and that totally makes sense yeah he's this there's a great scene where you know the uh he's not the main bad guy there's a guy above him who's played by that mitchell ryan yeah mitchell ryan he's another actor you'd recognize from like 80s movies he tells gary busey jo- his name is joshua put out your hand and he lights a lighter underneath his hand and like burns him and gary busey just sits there like, takes his own face yeah and the, the other guy's <laughs> freaking out like what the fuck man what the fuck man um so, gary busey's crazy i love that guy yeah so the first one basically the story is uh there's this young girl who's kind of like maybe a hooker, maybe not who gets thrown off a building and they're trying to figure it out because Murtaugh has a connection to the, the girl's uh, father who he went in like Vietnam with. Oh, um, that
1: makes sense. Yeah.
0: And it's all drugs comes to find out it's all based around cocaine and stuff and uh, not too much, not to give too much away, but obviously it was a success. Oh, I didn't see like look at the budget. Let's see if it has it on here because um, they did four more so obviously it was a success a uh, budget was 15 million opening weekend oh wow it opened on holy shit what? wow i just looked at this lethal weapon opened on my birthday when i was born march 8th that's 1987 awesome. Wow, i didn't know that fact <laughs> that's that's great
1: so now um, yeah
0: you have this this movie that you enjoy and then perfect i share birthday mm-hmm. with uh uh, James Vanderbeek and Freddie Pence Jr. and Jeff from Thursday, and now Lethal Weapon. I love nice. it. Nice. Um, it made $6 million that opening weekend and an overall worldwide gross of $120 million. So Whoa. it was a big success. Smashed uh, it. Yeah. So then obviously they made a second one two years later, 1989, Lethal Weapon 2. Again, Richard uh, Donner um, directing. Um, Shane Black helped again with the story. He didn't do the screenplay but he's still attached, writing it. Um, this one had... This This one uh, introduced Joe Pesci, which is great. Um, That's I awesome, mean, Joe Pesci. You is, don't know who Joe Pesci is. I mean, good fellas and stuff. If he,
1: I remember correctly, Lethal Weapon's like a light-hearted action oh yeah it's it's Got hilarious it. lots it's, of comedy
0: it's just too much a 10 of action some of the action sequences they do in these movies are some of them were incredible like yeah. back in the day before cgi like there's no cgi in any of All these the movies. explosions
1: and yeah, stuff i, are I real. think even
0: like the 1980 1998 one i don't think there's i'm trying to look remember the movie i don't think there's any cgi in it so yeah and then there's just these great banter between um riggs and Murtaugh, which is just you know, classic 80s, 90s uh, cop um, action movie. Yeah, and so then yeah, <laughs> Joe Pesci came in and he's another, again, uh, comic relief. He comes in, they're supposed to protect him. He's like a witness. And uh, this one is, oh, this is the uh, South American one, the diplomats. You have no diplomatic or no diplomati immunity, whatever. The <laughs> South American guys, which is a good one. It's all about uh, money laundering. I think there's some drugs involved. But I think it's more about money. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. at the end, all the money gets sprayed everywhere in the Bay. Um, uh, what else about this one? Let's see. Um, the bad guy is Josh Auckland. He's a actor. You'd recognize him, some 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 other stuff. He was in a Hunt for Red October. Oh, is he... Uh, what is he in Bill and Ted's bonus journey? Oh, he's the, like... Uh, the bad guy. He's the bad guy in a big Bill and Ted's bonus journey. That would be like
1: that. the second. Yeah. Nope. The second
0: one. Yeah. You, if, if you don't know him, look him up. You'd recognize him. All right. Number three. Um, oh, let's look at the budget real quick. Um, so they upped the budget a little bit. Twenty eight million that time. Uh, almost made its budget back the opening weekend. Uh, 20 million didn't open on my birthday that time. Uh, it's more of a summer blockbuster July 9th 89 and then overall it made two hundred and twenty seven million dollars. So another Holy crap another success So then they move on to 92. So a few few more years um, Not right back back to back like the other one uh, 92 Lethal Weapon three um, Let's see again Richard Donner, um, I don't think Shane Black wrote this one. No, he did not um, Jeffrey Bohm uh, wrote most of it. Um, Mel Gibson, again, uh, Joe Pesci makes her uh, <clears throat> appearance in there. Rene Renee Russo comes in as the uh, love interest to uh, Mel Gibson. Um, Who's the bad guy? Stuart Wilson, this guy? Oh, ah, yeah, yeah, Stuart Wilson. Um, I'm not sure you guys would recognize this guy. He's, I mean, he's done a few things, but mm, Maybe small actor um but he this one's a he the bad guy is an ex-cop and he's breaking into the um the police station and getting all the bad guns they've gotten off the street like all the ma- the machine guns and armor piercing bullets off the street he's getting them back onto the street and selling them back to Whoa. the gangs and stuff joe pesci again's in there um he's not a witness this time he's like a uh i think he's a realtor in this one um is he
1: to... is he the same person he's the yeah, same yeah. person
0: yeah, yeah. leo okay. gets it, whatever you need leo gets get it get it <laughs> uh, another fu- fun fact i i was reading about him let's see if i can find the, the exact quotes i saw this? these when i was oh, so young uh let's see um the origin of uh leo gets a uh, pesci's character of the repetitive expression occurred when Mickey Rook and Pesci went to Disneyland. Uh, Frankie Valley and the four seasons were singing at Frontierland, So we stopped to ask directions from these blonde headed blue eyed kids. Pesci told empire, I think they were Mormons probably. And the first word out of the kid's mouth was okay. Then he hit me with about 12 more. No, no, no. Okay. 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 We thought it was (laughs) really funny. So he kept like this kid's like, this interaction and he put it into this uh this character which is the whole thing okay 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 okay, okay. you know that's this whole pesci thing love it this one i probably is my least favorite um it's got some great moments obviously but the bad guy i don't know it just if i had to pick my least favorite it'd be this one um but still good yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, the, uh, let's see the,
1: uh... Inessential part of the qu-
0: quadrility? <laughs> Quad... I don't know what you would call that. Universe? The Weapon Universe? Yes. Um, the budget, they upped it again on this one, $35 million, And it made, again, almost its money back 33 opening weekend, and then $321 million wow. worldwide. So every movie is just better. Insane. Yeah, I mean, but this is, like, prime... Gibson, you know, I mean, yeah, he, he was true. doing no wrong back then, uh, even Pesci and, and Danny Glover. He's no, you know, he, he had a hell of a career too. I don't think he's doing too much nowadays. Yeah. Look into that. Um, but then, uh, then we moved back. We, then there's a, f- a lot more years. 1998 fast forward. Guys are really old now. Um, but again, um, directed by Richard Donner um, I don't think Shane Black did this one again no but just did the characters this one has more of a collection of writers I won't mention all of them um, Mel Gibson Glover Pesci again Russo's back now but then they introduced Chris Rock and man this was again prime Chris Rock yeah in the late 90s hilarious um, guy. yeah and this, throughout the whole movie I'm uh, I'm curious how much of the script had Chris Rock jokes in it or they just were like, Like here's the scene and go write a joke for us and then we'll pay you or something because there's just... Just it's basically he's doing stand-up. He's a detective with the other guys, but yeah. he's just doing stand-up the whole time. And then there's a great scene where him and him and Pesci just go at it back and forth, which is great. Oh uh, Joe Pesci going back and forth. Oh yeah, there's Chris a great, it, there's a great scene where they're because right bef- like throughout the movie, they're like they're at each other's necks. They hate each other, just yelling at each other and and Riggs and Murtaugh are just enjoying it. They just yeah. they love it. And uh and then but finally at one scene, Chris Rock and Pesci they agree on cell phones and they start just bullshitting and complaining about cell phones. And then finally, Chris Rock's like, wait, why the fuck am I talking to you? Yeah, (laughs) uh, Another great part of this movie is Jet Li. Dude, this was a prime Jet Li, like 90s. He was killing it with all his movies. Um, This one, number four, I mean, as much as I love number one, I think four is my favorite for some reason. It just, I keep coming back to four. Um which is funny. It's not the one that's written by Shane Black, but I do love Shane Black. Um, bad guy. Oh, bad guy's is Jet Li. This one's about bringing. Oh, it's money laundering and or no, no money counterfeiting. Counterfeiting and getting these prisoners from China over to America or something. Got it. Um, what else? Let's look at the budget. I'm sure this one's crazy. Oh my God! What's the budget? Guess how? Much, okay, last one. Number three was thirty-five, 35. million, and then I'm gonna mm, say if, fifty. Nope. Higher. Add about a hundred million to that. A hundred and forty oh, okay. million. How? That's so much money. Well, I mean, now Gibson Glover. This is a franchise. This movie it's probably true. could do no wrong. Pesci. Everyone's just asking for shitloads of money. Yeah. This movie is just stacked with uh, actors in it. Um, God, that's so what much it made. Money. Opening weekend made thirty-five million. That's not too shabby. Um, overall, cumulative, it's two hundred and eighty-five. So nothing. That's a shit load of money. But yeah. It. Don't, it like, not a, it. It just doubled its budget. So. Well,
1: there was a bigger like kind of um gap with lethal weapon three right with yeah the, but the this but i remember
0: million. i remember when this came out it was like oh shit dude they're gonna do a fourth one i thought they weren't gonna do any more of these and it was and it paid off i think everyone liked it had a nice ending to it um happy happy ever after i don't think they're gonna do any more um they've tried to do a tv show uh weirdly of like a funny stories. they they started it with damon Wayne and this other actor and. It was the same Murtaugh and Riggs, but just you know, updated. And no one really recognized the Mel Gibson guy. So then they replaced him, without I don't think even mentioning it or something. With um, oh, what's his name? Season three, they they replaced him with uh, oh, what's his name, Stifler. Oh, uh, Sean William Scott. Yeah. And so he was the Mel Gibson and then they stopped making it. I don't think they did three seasons. So I don't think it's worth watching.
1: No, because then it's like, what's the investment for?
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just go watch the movies that they're great. I'm trying to think if there's any fun things I also saw about this. Oh, they got a, uh, there's in the lethal weapon two There's a, uh, a condom commercial that Murtaugh's daughter stars in, and it was an actual um, um, condom company, and they they put money into the movie for it. It was like a oh man, paid advertising for it. And for I had the no least
1: idea. least thing you'd expect in like an action movie, I guess. Yeah, well, but they need to pay for I it, I guess. But
0: um, Leonard Nimoy was supposed to direct the first movie, and he didn't. They that were top been martial arts. What else? Gary Busey was a shark. Gary Busey. Uh, Oh yeah, they got ten thousand dollars from Ramsey condoms. There it is. Um, Oh, and then um, this—I didn't see this on this list, but I definitely know this as a fact. The Murtaugh's house is right next door to um, the Griswold house from Christmas Vacation. Really? It's the same. I'm pretty sure. Is it universe, Universal Backlot or Fox? One of the backlogs out there. It's a, it's a neighborhood that they've done tons of movies and TV shows back right there. But yeah, it's the one right next door. That's cool. Yeah. So again, view the weapon. Go check them out. They're fun. And they're all streaming on Netflix.
1: And they're probably reasonably short. Action movies are usually uh, pretty I short. I the
0: fourth one's the longest and that's two hours.
1: Yeah, no, it's not too uh, bad.
0: Yeah, go have some fun and forget and try to forget that Mel Gibson was racist and is racist or whatever.
1: Yeah, just watch. Isn't Gary B.C. kind of like questionable? He's just crazy. Too. Yeah,
0: he, he gets the pass, but Gibson yeah. hasn't gotten the crazy pass yet. He has, no. he has, he gets almost on um, for my end, he gets the genius pass. Yeah, he said some fucked up shit, but the dude is when it comes to movie making a goddamn genius. He's yeah, been he in makes- since he was a a wee little lad and and has made some of the best movies ever made or been in the movie some of the best movies ever made so
1: yeah I mean Apocalypto go. is pretty amazing I like that movie
0: Again, tell me all those Christians are gonna tell him he's a bad guy when he made their favorite movie oh I know right <laughs> give me a break so alright that was a good mini episode yeah so um before we and leave, had a coffee too so. Yeah,
1: check us out on um, Instagram, Facebook, so so Scrutiny podcast. Also check out our um our playlist which is located oh. in the links.
0: Yeah, I wanted to mention that. Well, I want to be a little bit more pers- specific. I don't does it pop up on the Spotify info? Spotify info. Like when you click on an episode does the links for Instagram and all that stuff pop up? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. oh What happened?
1: Oh, I don't know. My computer's yelling at me. Hold on. Because Okay, so um,
0: Corey is the Spotify guy when he looks it up. I'm the iTunes guy. So for iTunes listeners, if you go into our in the podcast app and look in the description of each episode, you'll see some links that go directly to our Instagram, directly to our Facebook. We've got a couple of links for our um, playlists, music playlists as well. Um, yeah,
1: they're in there, but you kind of have to like copy it. Um, see and itunes there is and kind just, of gets all jumbled up mm. um like right here see how they kind of get jumbled up
0: um well, if you're but, savvy enough to listen to a podcast you're savvy enough to search us on the social sites right
1: yeah it should be pretty it should be uh pretty simple we, we if i check you. the if i check the computer version of spotify it might be a little bit different but um yeah our links are in there so just Check it out. If you haven't followed us on Facebook, make sure you follow us. Um, and make sure that you also rate us on Apple. Um, I know you can't really do that on Spotify. Um, it does help us. Anybody click the else? automatic
0: download too on there. Yes, that would be I don't wonderful. Think that, I don't think that's automatic when you first follow us on iTunes or Spotify. You get to click it to say automatic yeah. downloads. Tell a friend. Also, I um, Oh, we were going to kind of mention the new uh Data Remember song. Oh yeah. I'll play it right now. We'll end the song with it or end the episode with it. Um it's good. It's I guess it's part of a, you know, they've put two singles out I think for a full length that's coming out probably this summer.
1: Yeah, this is the third they've put out now, oh, the third one.
0: Um the last one before this one what was it, what, resentment or something like that. Yeah. That song sounded like Bring Me the Horizon. This new one, what's this new one called? Um, It's called...
1: Let me so see. Bring it up too.
0: Mind Reader. Mind Reader, yeah, there you go. This one sounds like Fall Out Boy. So I don't know <laughs> what their members' sound is anymore. Like, I know they've always been a cross between pop and hardcore. Pop punk, I don't even know, but... It's a little much. They're getting, the, they're getting to the keyboard area. Yeah, it's it's.
1: They're kind of. I do like the pop stuff, but I think. Um, yeah, I
0: won't. I won't say I don't like it. It's very catchy. I can't. Yeah, say it's, it's not. I can't say it's bad. It's very on the radio, but that's who they are. I don't know. I don't even know yeah. what I'm talking about. It, it.
1: It does what they want it to do. Like it's. You know, it is what it is. I enjoy it. Um, I think the chorus melody is pretty cool, on this one. I think
0: it's, um, it's good for younger kids to get into mm-hmm. better music. It's a good yeah. leapfrog. It's a good it's job. Goes, they it remember. goes down pretty easily. Cool. All sure. right, let's get out of here. So. All right. Uh, oh, one more mention. Sorry, more plug. I have a uh, kind of music EP on my channel, my Instagram, Ram Art and Media. Or go to my or go to and also follow our individual uh, Instagrams too. They're all yeah. our social security podcast link, our page and stuff. But yeah, I put a music EP out there and it's fun. And I'm probably going to put a song at the beginning of the episode. Is that okay, Corey? Yeah, totally. I don't know which one yet, but it's it's probably chill. Yeah, so. that's cool. All right. Cool. We'll enjoy uh, to Remember and we'll see you next time. Have a good one. Peace.